the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. It's all I want. She's blonde, 5'2". It's all I need, yeah. And 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. This is my America. Friday night. It is Friday night. We we need to have a little fun this hour. Like, what are y'all going to do this weekend? Uh, give me. You can give me a call and tell me if you. Nobody call. I asked last night. Skins. I'm like, if, if we talked about this, de, the delivery drivers last night. I share with y'all some news that uh, some people might have found shocking. I really didn't as to what delivery drivers are doing. With now you're food. making me hesitate to get <laughs> my, my tasty treats late at night, Andrea. I know. And I asked people to call in with their crazy delivery stories. Nobody did. So maybe nobody's had any kind of problem with any food delivery. Hey, well, I, one thing people can go do this weekend, I'm definitely doing it because I have not heard one negative thing. I'm a big fan of the original movie. 36 years later, we get a Top Gun sequel. It's supposed to be the best Tom Cruise movie ever made. I'm going to go see Top Gun Maverick. Okay, good thing to do. A lot of people, I actually posed this question earlier um, on um, my Facebook page. And I got a, got some interesting comments, and maybe this is a question. Maybe people aren't aren't paying for food delivery because they're so broke trying to pay for gas. Here's That's a question. Good point. Yeah, here's a question to put out to you guys. I, I put it out on the socials today. I asked how the how the spike in gas prices has affected them or their families. Eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. I'd really like to know um, because I, I got to thinking about it because somebody asked me that yesterday. Somebody from across the country, family member said, "How much are you paying right now?" And gas, um, because they hear like ten dollars a gallon of gas, you know, in some parts of California, we're at six fifty here in San Diego County on average. Right. Um, and I said, well, I, I, you know, it's a, it is affecting me. Fortunately, I don't live too far from the radio station, but I'm not driving as much as I used to. You know, with San Diego County's large, it's like an hour from one side to the other. And sometimes things you want to do here, friends and family don't necessarily live in your neighborhood. And it gets, it, 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 I mean, it, it just running errands, you know. And, and so this family member said, you know, I don't, I don't just run one errand. I wait and don't leave my house until I have three or four stops to make and I, and I route it out. That's how Americans are having to deal right now with these gas prices. I'd love to hear from you. 888-344-1170. If it's not affecting you, maybe it's not because maybe it, it, you just, it doesn't, you live and work so close and you don't commute much, or maybe you're so wealthy that it doesn't bother you. And you know what? I don't blame you for that. You know, it really affects me. I don't live close to the station and I have to tell you, Andrea, it's really that it's when gas is normal, you don't really budget for it because it's, it's cheap enough. Yeah, it's an expense, but it's cheap enough where you can, you know, you know about how much a month you're going to be spending. Now with it being so expensive, okay, do I keep my lifestyle with how I drive or you have to say all the fun stuff that I do, 
I'm going to have to severely scale that back and not go anywhere just so that I could continue to do what I normally do. 888-344-1170. How does it affect you? Here's some of the things that some people said on the socials. Um, uh, one guy says, I Uber to work and back. It's cheaper. Well, you know, in San Diego, you typically don't Uber unless you've got to go 20 minutes somewhere and you're going to go meet somebody for dinner. Maybe you want a cocktail and you you don't want to deal with parking or you want to have a cocktail and you don't want to drive and have a cocktail and get behind the wheel. It, it You know, with, with what California has done to Uber, you you know, um, they've forced Uber to have everybody be employees. Prices are higher. It, it's two to three times higher. And that was before the gas prices spiked. So dr- taking Uber is not an option in San Diego. Uh, for most people, um, one person said, my wife and I went to our favorite Mexican restaurant yesterday after work. The crowd should easily be 100 at that hour on a Friday. The crowd was about a dozen. No one has any spending money for leisure evening out. And so that's it, how it ripples out to that's every it. area. Um, uh, another friend of mine said no vacation. You know, their their extra money that they would have to go towards vacation, even just a little weekend trip is gone. Another friend of mine from San Diego said the price of groceries and restaurants is through the roof, exceeded my grocery budget by $200 last month. We'll be cutting back on both this month. And so, um, and I responded to her. I put myself through college waiting tables, took out school loans and worked four nights a week. And um, I feel really bad for these restaurant owners right now, especially these mom and pops, these people that had a dream to open up, you know, a taqueria or maybe a little Italian restaurant using their grannies, you know, their Nona's recipes. And I feel bad for the wait staff because people aren't going out like they were. They're not just not spending that money. A couple of the comments is I have to drive for my job. He says in the past I was compensated for mileage that accumulated while on the job-related duties, but the compensation has not kept pace with the rapid increase in fuel cost. Therefore, I've had to curtail almost all driving unrelated to my job. Another guy said, switch to riding my motorcycle for at least the summer, using generally meal service, which sends you groceries and meals to cook the meals. It's cheaper than going shopping himself, he says. Another guy says he's probably going to switch to using E85 fuel in in his uh, Ford F-150 rather than gasoline. Um, that is an option. Um, a lot of people's cars say you shouldn't try to use that energy efficient gas. 888-344-1170. Yeah. Uh, Joe Biden says this. He disagrees with you. Well, yeah. Um, he- families are carrying less debt. Their average savings are up. A recent survey from the Federal Reserve found that more Americans feel financially comfortable than any time since the survey began in 2013. I don't know what nation he's living in, but it's not America. Well, he must be, uh, you know, whoever that, uh, you know, that poll must have been, you know, Hollywood, the Hollywood elites, like the, <laughs> right. like the Colbert says, hey, I'll happily pay $10 a gallon of gas. I don't care. You know, th- this is just more gaslighting coming out of the Biden administration. This is a flat out lie. They know that they are underwater polling wise, 47 states. His polling numbers, particularly on the economy, are in the 30s. In fact, the only people that could possibly be a, a part of that 30 percent are the elites, are the, the wealthiest of the wealthy. Their income went up during covid. Right. They made money uh, during covid. Um, There are some suggestions, according to an economist, on what Biden could be doing. Um, Play clip. um, I don't I can't read your writing. Is this clip three? Yeah, clip three. And on the fiscal policy front, look, one of the biggest drivers of, of this surge in inflation in recent months has been energy. And there are concrete steps that the administration could be taking today to start bringing down some of the, the, the mid, 
medium to longer run pressure on, on energy prices by increasing permitting, increasing leasing. Heck, if they really wanted to bring down some near-term price pressure, uh, they could be issuing some Jones Act waivers. But we're not seeing them do that because it's evidently politically untenable. Right. Yeah, you're talking base. about the, the rule about shipping, why, why basically refiners in Houston are going to sell their oil to the Rotterdam, Netherlands, rather than New Jersey, because these these weird shipping regulations. Yeah, and I don't remember all the details on the Jones um, Act, uh, but Trump suspended that, was part of one of the things that Trump did in order to make us energy independent. So, um, yeah, uh, taxation and regulation is killing us. This is an active, intentional war on the middle class. This is part of Cloward Piven. They want you miserable. They want you so miserable driving that you're like, oh, I'm just going to I'm just going to move closer to where I work. I'm going to get rid of my house. I'm going to drive an electric vehicle car. And that's what they want. Yeah. In fact, he made some other nonsensical, stupid um, comment about. Elon Musk today. I think this is clip five. Elon Musk has asked, has said that he has a super bad feeling about the U.S. economy. He's laying off ten percent. You say to Elon Musk about his feeling about the economy. J.D. Diamond has said similar things. Well, let me tell you. While Elon Musk is talking about that, Ford is increasing their investment overwhelmingly. I think Ford is increasing the investment in building new electric vehicles. Six thousand new employees, union employees, I might add, in the Midwest. Um, the former Chrysler Corporation, Stellantis, they are also making similar investments in electric vehicles. Intel is adding 20,000 new jobs for making computer chips. Um, so, uh, you know, lots of luck on this trip to the moon. I mean, I, I don't, I mean, you know. What a snarky, disgusting egotistical, dismissive, this may, anybody, I, I, this just makes me angry at conservatives. I know I rag, rag a lot on conservatives, but remember back when we had all these conservatives going, you know what, Joe Biden, he's a likable guy. Lindsey Graham caught on audio back on, on January 6th talking about how, you know, we can do good with Biden. He's a nice guy. Biden is not a nice guy. Biden doesn't give a crap about you. Biden has sold his soul he didn't spend he didn't spend his entire life pushing for gun control. He was on record talking about how it's not going to stop anybody from getting any you know uh, guns back in the day. What he is is he he, he was never a, a, this communist. What he is is he's somebody who's a grifter. He's somebody who's corrupt. He's somebody who's a pathological liar. He's somebody who's so narcissistic and so self involved that he will just go and do whatever he's got to do to line the pockets of him and his family and his crackhead crappy son and the unfortunately mentally handicapped daughter of his who documented in her journal about how uncomfortable she was being forced to take showers with her naked father okay this family this man is demented and i don't mean in terms of old age i mean in terms of corruption that he would stand in front of the american people that he is intentionally suffering for power i i suggest and have, and have said that I think that he didn't even really want to be president, but he did this in order to be able to keep, uh, you know, accepted this being installed into the White House in part for protection for Hunter is, is a huge part of what this is about. And I'm sick of him lying to the American people. He's talking about cars while well, at the top of Drudge Report today and Drudge Report is not exactly conservative. They had this. Article from Market Watch. U.S. car sales are at recessionary levels as inflation and rising interest rates um, and interest rate concerns increase. So the American people are not sitting around with all this money in, in the bank, 
all just feeling all comfortable with the economy. The auto industry is not just going like gangbusters. Are they putting money into electric vehicles? Probably because they're looking down the road and seeing at the war on the energy and the war on gas going on in this country. And they've got to figure out how they're going to stay afloat and be able to, to save their industry, particularly knowing how uh, all the regulations coming aboard. And I think we actually might have the Jamie Dimon clip because she mentioned the reporter there mentions Jamie Dimon, who is the head of Chase, by the way, if you don't know who he is. Uh, This is clip four. Oh, it was clip four last night. It's Jamie Dimon. Do you have it handy? Sorry, I I, I pulled that out of thin air on uh, on skins. If you don't have it, that's fine. I can just read the quote. He doesn't. I'll just read the quote. It's quick. He says, it, uh, in reference to the economy, he says, it's a hurricane. He says, right now it's kind of sunny. Things are doing fine. Everyone thinks the Fed can handle this. That hurricane is right out there, down the road, coming our way. We just don't know if it's a minor one or superstorm, Sandy. Spot on. They're intentionally inflicting pain on you. And then in the course of doing it, they're telling you that everything's great. It's Amber, it's Amber Heard. It's Amber Heard. It's, I did not punch you, Johnny. I didn't punch you. I slapped you. Stop being a baby. That's what's going on here. We're going to take a break. We come back. Guess what else is going on? (laughs) Mask mandates. They're back, baby. Just in the nick of time, right before the midterms. Stay tuned. More Andrea K. Show coming up. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Just uh, got a message in on andreakshow.com. You can always email me there. Uh, said sound isn't on uh, FB Live. So um, I don't know, Skins, maybe if you can check that at some point. Um, it's plugged in. Um and it just stopped now too. Look, I think it's you know what I think it's Facebook just just messing with us. Um, so and then he says uh, tried calling us. Look, if y'all want to call in, Skins is going to check the connection. But I think it's Facebook. I don't think it. I don't think it's not it's not us. It's not us on our end. So thank you, thank you for trying to watch on Facebook, guys. They're they're messing with me again. Um, if you want to call in live. 888-344-1170, 888-344-1170. I would love to hear from you guys on how this gas prices, how, how these gas prices are affecting you. Um, all right. Um, at the same time, as businesses are struggling with all these gas prices, because nobody's able to go around these businesses, guess what they decided to bring back on some Californians? And let me tell you, if don't don't go thinking that this is only just the kind of thing that could happen in California, um, Alameda County, which is located in Northern California, it's kind of the Bay Area. Uh, they have re-implemented the mask mandate as of today for 1.6 million residents. County, uh, this is according to Breitbart. County health, health officials put out a press release on Thursday requiring masking in indoor settings such as businesses, government buildings, the workplace, and healthcare facilities for individuals ages two and up, even toddlers. That's child abuse. Uh, additionally, the mandate in Alameda County, which is home to Oakland, extends to public transportation, trains, buses, and rideshare apps. 
as well as transportation facilities like trains and subway stations, bus terminals, and marinas. Um, Businesses, venue operators, and, quote, others responsible for the operation of indoor public settings are required to enforce masking and post signage at entrances to any given establishment, according to the order. The decree will not apply to K-12 through school settings through the end of the 2021-2022 school year, but will be mandatory at other youth programs, including summer school, according to the release. Um, Additionally, Berkeley is not subject to the mandate as the city has its own health jurisdiction. I don't know why that's about, but I'm not about, um, I don't know that much about up in Northern California. But I do know that if this is going on in Alameda County, man, Gavin Newsom, Newsolini is going to be looking at this. Nathan Fletcher down here in San Diego County, uh, our our little local wannabe dictator, he's just going to be all over this and trying to bring this back. And what we need to do is when we we talked uh, with uh, Cordy Lee Williams, who is running for Senate here in California. And he said that one of the things that we need to be doing is we need to be, um, we we need to be implementing civil disobedience. We need to be pushing back against this. We are not in a pandemic phase. There is no excuse for this. This is about having us be on a dimmer switch like Gavin Newsom talked about. This it's control, is control. It's fear. And they want you will do what we say. Well, this is about sending a message to the, re- the citizens that we have the right to at any moment, at any time, be able to seize back control over your life, your business, your workplace, your, every health facility in every area of your life they never intend for this is their idea of our new normal that at any given moment they can just put out a press relief release and boom they've got control over your life and over your body that's what that's about um they never intended for this to be over they're cooking up new things like the h5n1 bird flu coming in with monkey pox where they magically had 40 million additional doses of shots for the monkeypox. Oh, we just heard at the top of the hour, too, right here, Salem News. Well, there's now we've identified two strains of the monkeypox here in the U.S., Andrea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we know that all of this has been a part of the Great Reset. These viruses are real, but we also know they're cooked up in labs. This COVID-19 was cooked up in a lab. They tried to blame it on some wet market. It did involve bats, but it, but it was part of using bats for gain of function, right? Just like they were using chickens for gain of function for this bird flu to try to, to merge it with the H1N1 and gain of function. And now it's been released and we got, you know, tons of birds dying out there. Um, 30 million doses of the Moderna mRNA shot had to be dumped because they've got a shelf life and there's just not enough takers anymore. The, the, the panic and the fear is over. They, they are past the point to where they continue, can continue to put case counts up on the TV continue to have you ruled by fear we don't have hospitals overrun so um now here comes so they've they've had to dump that out those that were willing to get jabbed with these rna mrna shots um they've maxed out on those so what else can they do hmm come up with new viruses come up with new um new monkey poxes new this new that or they can even come up with a new shot a new vaccine that's not that dreaded mrna how can we get the other 100 million americans that said oh no thank you to the shot how can we get them to get to to, uh, stick their arm out i know we'll do something use uh this uh new uh shot version from a company called novavax 
And uh, this article uh, comes out, uh, the ABC News reported this uh, two days ago. Headline, Novavax hopes its COVID shot wins over the FDA and vaccine holdouts. So this Novavax shot has actually been used around Europe. It's uh, it used in parts of Europe and multiple other countries, but it hasn't been cleared uh, by the FDA yet. It's a different type of shot. So I don't know, maybe you'll be willing to get it. At this point, we know the truth. We know that this primarily COVID was primarily uh, killing the seniors as well as uh, those with uh, seniors with multiple comorbidities. The comorbidities that were primarily a, a factor here were diabetes and um, being, uh, you know, um, uh, morbidly obese, right? And that, that in addition to that, we know that it was primarily a situation of denying therapeutics that would work, telling people to sit at home until they were so ill that they had to be uh, put into intensive care in which they were put on ventilators at, at the compensation of the of the government, put on remdesivir at the comp- by, uh, through compensation of the government and denied other proven techniques, right? So at this point, the truth is out. And th- quite frankly, we that 600,000 or a million Americans that died, we could probably reduce that number logically, rationally, not being hyperbolic, reduce that number by about 80 to 85 percent, which really would have been a really, 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 really bad flu season, right? So um, they know that the truth is out. So how can they get the American people to get their arms out? Well, it's possibly through this new Novavax vaccine. It uses a different uh, technology. It's interesting, Skins, that if this is a new technology, why wouldn't the FDA have approved it? If it's a new technology that doesn't use mRNA, which is why so many Americans didn't want to get the to get the shot because right. they did not want and it. And it was true uh, what Emerald Robinson was saying when she got fired, um, that it was that it, it does affect your DNA. It, and all these doctors have come out and said, and I don't remember exactly how they explained it, but, you know, it it does get into your cells and changes things up. What this does is it supposedly reading from this article It's different because it trains the body to fight the coronavirus by delivering copies of its outer coating, the spike protein. Those uh, spike protein copies are grown in insect cells, purified and packaged into nanoparticles that to the immune system resemble a virus. Okay, I think I understand what they're saying here. The way a traditional shot works is you get injected with the virus. Your body says that's foreign to me. So your anti and then your body starts working up your antibodies and then they fight it and they kill it off, right? And then your body now knows what that was. So if you do come in contact with the actual virus, your body goes, I've seen that bad dude before and it fights it. So they're trying to say that it's kind of like that um, kind of process. What's di- but it's not really that. I'm trying to put this in layman's terms because it actually includes an immune boosting ingredient. So it's not your body naturally fighting off this virus. I don't want, and I believe that's why the FDA hasn't approved it. There has been a reaction to those other viruses called, um, I can't, it, it's, it's has to do with your body and pathogenic oh, priming. No, it has to do with an auto. It, it 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 has your body go into overdrive in the immune system to try to fight it off. 
And um, and, and I and I'm concerned that that would be the same process here. I don't need them injecting anything into my body that that involves manipulating my immune system. That's not how traditional vaccines work. Traditional vaccines, they eject you with a little tiny bit watered down version of the virus. Your natural immune system kicks in and fights it off. This includes an immune boost. And then they want you to be boosted on top of that. They, oh, they do want you to be boosted on top of that. Yeah. It's not like a one and done. No. They say that this is basically a soap bubble and it's made of stuff that you find in root beer. And when an immune cell sees it, it becomes quite activated. We supercharge the immune response. Now, I, I don't trust this anymore, particularly now that Pfizer and, and the FDA and the CDC and the NIH and the NIAID knew what Pfizer was injecting in the American people. They've known that it was killing people. They hid it all, tried to hide it for 75 years, and I'm supposed to trust them. And by the way, taking vaccines out of it, I reported a while back that almost 75% of all, vaccine, uh, of all um, FDA-approved drugs end up with a red label warning. That's why when you see drug ads on the TV, they go on and on at a supercharged pace. The side effects may include. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So I'm not anti-medication. I, but there's, that's why there's supposed to be informed consent. And we weren't given that for any of these shots. And I'm thinking that this is, and it could be that the FDA, this could be particularly bad and they know that and that's why the FDA hasn't approved it or that this is actually a good option for us, but they didn't want the American people to know about it because they really wanted to get the other one over on us. I don't trust the government. Why would I? We're going to take a break. Speaking of not trusting the government, where do you hear about how a teen up in L.A., tried to murder a mom and her eight-month-old baby, and all he got was two months probation. How'd that happen? I got one word for you. Gascon. Stay tuned. We're Andrea K. Show on his way. Andrea K. Telling you like it is, while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Today is... National Donut Day, right? Oh, I forgot to get my Krispy Kreme. My, well, you know, here's the thing. I don't have a Krispy Kreme but between us and the station. It, oh. I, I got to kind of go uh, around. Um, and at six fifty a gallon of gas, I wasn't going to drive to Krispy Kreme on the way here. I mean, that's just the sad truth. Can't afford to do it. This might have been the year to do it because last year I went in the line was like so long. It might have been nobody in line. And by the and that's something else. Who's going to sit in a drive through like that? Burning seven dollars a gallon of gas, it ain't gonna happen, right? That's one pricey um, donut. But you know, but you know what could have happened? The USS Midway could have invited me down to the National Donut Day eating contest, and they didn't do it. I'm incredibly disappointed. Do they the not dynamite know? the donut queen of San Diego, and they did not invite you? I know. How rude is that? Um, seriously, though, I didn't even know until I just saw it up on, on the news. So they didn't really do we, much to well, publicize. Well, you would have they would have contacted you. Well, yeah, if I had even heard about it. Uh, it was, um, admission was free. Watch the professional eaters of Major League Eating compete in a donut eating competition. You know what? Now that I think about it, I don't know that I want to sit and people see people. Well, you, you know, want to enjoy it. I don't know that I could ignore it. I mean, enjoy it. I, You know, it might gross me out. I'm saying you would have wanted to enjoy the donut. They're shoving them in their faces. Yeah, and then I might get grossed out, and I don't want to get grossed out. It's kind of like the pie eating contest in, uh, what was that movie with the kids? Um, Stand By Stand Me. Stand By Me. 
Great movie. Great movie. The pie eating contest. It still holds the test of time, by the way. <laughs> the projectile vomiting scene. It's classic. <laughs> classic movie. Classic movie. All right. Hey, y'all have a hero of the week or stink of the week? I think for me, it, it's going to be uh, one word. Well, word, well, word, word uh, I'm not going to mention it. Okay. But also, you can mention a nominee. Peter Navarro, which we've already talked about. Is that a patriot? Yeah. I think as a, um, I think as a nominee, this may sound so trite, but it's really not. I think as a nominee, and then it, we'll, we'll share more later, um, I've got to give as a nominee Mark Wahlberg. And when, when, and I know that this, this whole, you know, Johnny Depp, Amber Heard trial ultimately is not really about either of them. It's really become political. Right. If you, if you know anything that's been going down today about it, the, I will just tell you this quickly. The legacy media from Fox News, CNN, uh, all uh, print media are all hysterical today that Johnny Depp won. And it ain't because they like Amber Heard. None of them, it, 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 none of them had even heard of her either, like the rest of us, right? Okay, this <laughs> this no-name D-lister nobody, right? But it's the well, political implications behind it. It's the political it. implications behind it because, you know, he this destroyed the Me Too movement because the Me Too movement was all about... Believe all women, and when they were able to get that going in this country and have that become a part of our culture, then it meant that they could weaponize allegations and accusations in order to destroy men that they wanted to destroy. Brett Kavanaugh, for example, right? They tried to do that with Donald Trump and Stormy Daniels, and had, that blew up in their face, right? But it didn't kill the Me Too movement. This killed the Me Too movement. Because and that was that was what her game was with her accusations and with that op ed in in the Washington Post. She was trying to make a name for herself by being the face of the Me Too movement. And what ended up happening was this showed the American people one of the things that they're very upset today. I guess I am going to talk about it right now. One of the things that the left is really upset about. It has to do with why I was glad this trial happened. It was the process that happened the way it should have happened. It was the process. The American people learned, many of those who had never watched a trial before, millions and millions and millions of Americans started watching what's called law tubers, started watching all these attorneys with these streaming YouTube channels, breaking down what's going on in the courtroom in a way that started fascinating Americans. And that's what they got glued in on. The conservatives that are saying, I didn't watch that because I don't care about Hollywood. And these two are gross. Neither one is likable or completely missing the point about what happened here. It's initially the celebrity got people watching. But what kept them watching was the law. And that's why the left is upset today, because this destroyed the Me Too movement. And why? It wasn't just because she lied. It wasn't just because of the bad lawyering by Elaine Bredehoft and Rittenborn. It was because they got to see the value of innocent until proven guilty. They got to see the value of a strong court process that values innocence until proven guilty because that puts the burden on an accuser. In this case, Johnny Depp had an uphill climb to prove defamation. It was supposed to be one of the toughest things to to prove a defamation case. It takes a lot of solid effort, and he got all three counts. Right, and and it should be hard because you shouldn't be able to just drag anybody into court who says something you don't like. You the burden of proof, innocent until proven guilty, and with the burden of proof being a really tough thing to prove, is what makes America great compared to the rest of the country. That's why it's so upsetting to me that Peter Navarro has been railroaded and arrested today. It's why it's upsetting to me to see this January committee in the U.S. Congress um, create some court within Congress that doesn't exist. It's why it upsets me that January 6th defendants have been 
been held in a gulag. That's not what our court system is supposed to be about. And the American people got to see, thanks to Johnny Depp bringing this trial, they got to see the beauty of the U.S. court system and why all that matters. And in the end, it was evidence that that evidence and the rule of law that ruled the day and the left is upset and angry about it today to the degree to where they're actually fabricating lies like in the LA Times and all over the place and we have got to restore the rule of law in this country and that brings me to the story out of LA because a um a woman is pushing her 8-month-old child in an alley in LA, he's eight month olds in a stroller, and you can see on video that was captured a car coming from the opposite end of the alley, and he's got two 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 car widths to go around her. But you see him when he sees her, he aims his car at her, turns the wheels towards her and her child in a stroller, and accelerates. She manages to lift the stroller off the ground enough to keep her child from being killed as she's flipped over the front of this car. Caught on, and then he tries to flee the scene. And but uh, a driver behind a Dodge Ram truck uh, hits him head on and stops him from escaping the scene. It still took about seven months for him to be arrested because he's sixteen years old. His identity is hidden. But he was given two months of probation and not even in a halfway house, not even in, in, in the lightest possible conditions, in ju- um, less severe than juvenile detention. He's in a juvenile probation camp. This happened last August 6. This man tried to kill this young mother and her baby and all he got. And he is a man at 16 years of age. He should have been tried for attempted murder. And instead... He got two months in a juvenile probation camp, and when he comes, when he becomes eighteen, his record will be expunged. The reason why this happened was as part of what uh, DA Gascon is trying to do in terms of um, uh, equity in the justice system up there. Here's how the woman describes the incident. As the car, and you can see that everything she says is verified on video. I watched the video today. As the car approached me and my child, I stopped walking and moved the stroller myself up against a building on the right right side of the road to ensure that we gave the reckless driver plenty of room to pass. As the car got dangerously close to us, the juvenile suspect turned the wheels in our direction and accelerated, and he aimed for us. Um, she went on to say... I was told, uh, she went on to say that uh, George Gascon doesn't value my life um, or the life of my child or any other victim there and would rather reward the monsters like the juvenile suspect. They, and they're calling him that, but they're taking, they're not putting his name out there by demonstrating to them that their actions have no consequences. DA Gascon is telling him and every other thug in LA County that it doesn't matter if you try to murder people. Why are Gascon's policies prioritizing the lives of rotten monsters when my child, my baby, who is incapable of protecting itself is left to fend for himself and is essentially being told that his life doesn't matter. Well, it's because, according to Gascon, that his reforms are aimed at creating a fair criminal justice system, which makes me question and guess probably with accuracy as to the identity or what box the identity would uh, be of the driver of this car. 
This is the reparations that's happening in this country, all across this country, in the form of black people. And I'm just putting that out there. I'm guessing that this person is black. He may not be. But um, I find it suspicious to think that if this this driver was white at 16 and tried to mow down some some black people, I would think that they would be charged with attempted murder, which would be appropriate. When you are when you are 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 sending a message that because you are you are of a part of a community based on a skin color that things that that community was mistreated in the past and so now we've got to make that we've got to right that wrong uh through the through the justice system then you're going to have this happen that's reparations something that Bob Walters alluded to we're going to spend a little time more time going into this Monday in depth but that is exactly what's going on here We've got murderers and attempted murderers getting not even a slap on the wrist because of the color of their skin in this country. That is a form of reparations and it must end. A court tried to end Gascon's reign of terror. We, in uh, 1994, the, re- the citizens of California voted in a three strikes law and, and Gascon, LA County DA Gascon is, has refused to prosecute when somebody has hit the third strike. And a court uh, today said, you don't get to decide that. The citizens get to decide the, the decided this law in California, and it is your obligation. Strike three is strike three. Strike three is strike three. In fact, I don't know why it went to a court. He should be he should be arrested because he has been in violation of the law of the state of California. And at the same time, we've got this march to take guns away from law-abiding citizens in this country. I wish this mom had been armed and she had whipped out a gun and shot at the dri- shot the driver in the head as he approached her in her car. She said he got so close to her she could see the whites of his eyes. I just wish she had put a bullet between them. I'm going to take a break. We come back. Here of the week and stink of the week. AK, dynamite in a dress. Or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her. She's on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back. It's time for Hero of the Week and Stink of the Week. Um, I've got a nominee that is a group of youngins that I want to play for you guys. These are my nominee, one of my nominees for Hero of the Week. Uh, Skins, please play clip two. So today in Queer Teacher Things, um, one of my students asked about my roommate because um, I know I have a roommate and... I told them their name, and they asked if my roommate was a boy or a girl, and I said, neither. And they were like, no, Miss Brown, are they a boy or a girl? I was like, my friend, they're neither. They were like, well, do they have a boy name or a girl name? And I said, neither. And they said, well, do they wear boy clothes or girl clothes? And I said, well, what are boy clothes and girl clothes? And they go, you know. And I said, no, my friend, I don't know. What are boy clothes and girl clothes? And they said, well, what kind of clothes do they wear? And I said, well, they normally wear jeans and a t-shirt. And they said, well, what color is the t-shirt? And I said, all colors. And they said, well, that doesn't make any sense. And I said, it doesn't have to make sense. And then they walked away because they got mad at me. Okay. <laughs> oh, she's laughing at these at these uh, second graders. Well, you know what? Clearly, there's so much to say on this. She um, just got schooled. She got schooled. Uh, clearly, she has no business being a school t- teacher because these kids were right. It doesn't make sense. In the words of the great Judge Judy, even these second graders understand understand what Judge Judy means when she says, if it doesn't make sense, it's not true. And that just, that just it, it, you know, is it in a nutshell. 
These kids just owned this entire trans movement, non-binary, planary, what planet fasciitis, whatever, whatever it is these people are trying to put on these kids. These kids got the last laugh on you, lady. And by the way, let's talk about the fact that she starts off by saying in today's queer teacher things, where, where is this classroom where this woman is, is having a, a daily segment called queer teacher things? Hat tip to these kids for coughing her up like a cat coughing up a fur ball. Okay, they just rejected her <laughs> and ran off from her. And they were mad. And you know what? Rightfully so. I want to know who this teacher is. And she's talking about a roommate. Second graders, they need to be sitting there learning some basic math, learning, you know, who the pilgrims were, maybe. Reading, all, writing, and arithmetic. Reading, writing, arithmetic. The basics, right? You know, maybe learning, you know, all, all kinds of history and technology stuff, maybe. And, the, and, and, and these woke teachers think it's cute. Well, they think it's they think it's their right to sit there and shove their beliefs on little children. It's not her place. She has no right and I doubt any invitation from the parents of these children to be shoving this crap on their kids. They probably don't even know. Probably don't even know. We did not need teachers to be discussing with us who they lived with and whether or not, you know, in anything about their personal life. Every, None of their business. Every, I don't even think, I, I don't even think, the only memory I have of knowing anything about a teacher's life was that the fact that her daughter was one of my classmates at one point, Ms. Brown. She was my home ec teacher. That was it. Otherwise, I'd, I never knew anything at all about any of my teachers. In fact, uh, Miss Grillis, who was my algebra teacher, I remember being curious about whether or not she was married or if she had a boyfriend because she was so cute in her 20s and all the boys had a crush on her, right? N- refused to speak about her personal life. She kept it on algebra. That's the way it should be. So you know what? I think I'm going to make these kids yeah, my hero of the I, week. I, I agree. Yeah. Bravo. Yeah. All right. We got to talk stink. There's so much stink going on. Um, I think, I think, um, you know, I got, I, I, there are several, but I got to give it to the, to the officers in Texas that literally stood by as these kids were massacred and did nothing. Yeah. Yep. Be, like, it, my heart yeah. aches for those, for for those families. I, it, parents wanted to get into that school building so bad and they wouldn't let them. They wouldn't even let them in. Um, yeah. And then, and then I got a question. The local area that where's the outrage on the on, on so many of the residents. In fact, this this police chief we're finding out showed up, didn't even have his radio with him. He shows up to an active shooter situation, no radio, and he's he gets voted into office. Where are the rallies? Where, Quietly. Where are the protests in the streets and the citizens there? They may be in such shock over what happened that it hasn't fully hit them yet. Oh, I hope so. It does. I'm not going to bust. I'm not going to bust the locals for this yet. But they, you're right. They remain. Their worst stink of the week isn't harsh enough. All right, we love you. Have a wonderful weekend, and we'll see you Monday, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.